Man, the Dave Chappelle story? Yeah. What you think, Top Time? You wanna give a you wanna give a little brief overview or you think the people know already? I mean, I only really know the basics and from what I understand, Dave Chappelle just kinda came out on social media one day and was like, yo, everybody stop watching the show so they can give me until they give me my publishing back type of thing. And Precisely. We listen and they listen. That's right. That's 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 all, that's the what I know. If there's any fine details, you might have to provide that. Yeah, I mean Basically, to your point, we found out um, about a year ago when Viacom. Anybody hearing that? Is it just me? I heard it. That static? Yeah. I wonder what that is. These waters for us? Yeah. What's that? Whoa. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know what that was. We learning, we learning. We still learning. Um, yeah, but anyway, basically, uh, with the Dave Chappelle situation, what happened was we found out about six, seven months ago when Viacom released the Dave Chappelle show on HBO Max and Netflix. I think Comedy Central sold the original IP to Viacom, or Viacom owns um, Comedy Central, we find out through Dave Chappelle that basically Dave Chappelle didn't get paid for the last season of the Chappelle show. That $50 million we keep hearing about? Never actually happened? Well, it never happened because he never finished the show. So they never oh, gave him any money. God. So Dave Chappelle says that he never made any money from the Chappelle show. And the worst part about it is, is that like the name, the Chappelle show, is held up in perpetuity, universally, uh, infinitely, through Viacom. That's his grandfather's name. He put it on the show, Chappelle show. So now he couldn't use it. But now we find out, I think it was a couple of days ago, we find out that um, Dave Chappelle and Viacom have come to some sort of agreement. Dave Chappelle wow. is getting paid for his content again. And for the first time that I can think of, the creative won. Right. That's, wow. I mean, Prince and others have mysteriously died before they got there. So. Right. This is this is definitely a victory. Prince it's pretty. Prince would be proud. Prince that, yeah. would definitely be proud. Prince would definitely be proud. And so we definitely want to give uh, flowers to Dave Chappelle while we can. I don't know what this weird noise is coming from. It's not recording, so it just might be in my headphones. Can y'all hear that? I can no, hear, I hear it. it too. You do? Yeah. What I mean, is that? That's why I'm moving it away. Is it my phone? It could be your phone. Yeah, it is your. It phone. Might be. Is it in the proximity to the? That's weird. Yeah. I've rem I've heard those type of yeah, it before because of the phone. I hate that. What is that? Aren't we in twenty twenty one? We can't. Was that why you can't use the your phone on the plane? Is that why? Hey. <laughs> speaking it's of that, soul plane. Speaking of planes, did you see that? Did you see the footage Yo. of the uh, the engine blowing up while they was flying? Yes, Tom. Tom, I saw that. I think oh, the was engine what? was blowing up. Yeah. Yes, the engine was on fire. Oh. I thought and there's like actual I, footage of this. Yeah, okay. I think it's uh what is it? Delta Airlines United? Of course it would be Delta. We're going to say it's Delta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're wrong, that is not, surprise it, surprise. It may not be factually accurate, but for all No, they're the blame. They're yeah. the blame. We're going we're going with Delta. Right. We're definitely going with Delta. Um but yeah. Oh. My bad fellas, you know what I did? What happened? I forgot to introduce what we are. Well, I mean, well, you know, they'll figure it out. Eventually. They will. But anyway, welcome to the Over the Show, the podcast. This is your chance to eavesdrop on three professional creators as we discuss the sources, happenings, inspirations from the creative industry, from film to production to music to culture. Join us each week as we push the envelope on the possibilities 
of the creative industry. Our host for this week, of course, this lovely voice that you're hearing right now is your main man, 200 grand. Bimo Brown, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Hey, hey. Well, you, got, you don't got your applause, but I was trying to get it together, but I had it on mute. There, oh, it is. there, you, go. <laughs> there you go. We ready. We back in the gang, baby. Of course, to, right here, I got my main man, Tom. Tom, introduce yourself. Hey, this is Thomas the Great. Mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, out here facilitating. The like facilitator. So, we got Welcome a, we got a guest time. today. We do. Yeah, yeah. Introduce yourself. Guest, please. Well, you know, some, some people Friend call me family. JR. Uh-huh. Some people call me J Rasta. Uh-huh. I prefer whatever's best, as long as you spell it right on the check. That's right. <laughs> Woo! My uh-huh. man got we bars. Got man Coming JR in ready. Game. My oh, man came ready with the bars. It is. You know what time it is, right? What time? It's time for the word of the, the day. day. The of day. The day. Of the day. We are Today's word episode. of the day is brought to you by Dictionary.com. I actually have it up here. Um, we use this word of the day to try to expand our vocabulary to see if the smart niggas can be smarter. Um, and so today's word of the day is polyglot. Polyglot. Well, I'm sorry. I'm dyslexic. Polyglot. Let me hear the, let me hear the white bitch say it. Polyglot. <laughs> What's it mean? Read the definition, JR. Where we at? Where we at? I don't know. Why I don't swipe? Swipe it on swipe. Why I don't swipe? Polyglot. Polyglot. Yeah. It don't have no definition. It don't. Uh, I mean, we know it's an adjective. Yeah. To describe wow. something. There we okay, go. Here we are. <laughs> Where we at? All right. Uh-huh. A First. person who speaks, writes, or reads in a number of languages, a mixture of, or a confusion of languages. Mmm. Are y'all polygots? Uh, nah, no, nah. I mean, I speak black well, and I was, paper. I was about to say, so. yeah. <laughs> English and Ebonics, those are two different languages. They are, they so are. What is it? A, 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 ave? Yeah, African-American a- vernacular English. Yeah, whatever. There you go. That's right. You know, African-American African uh, vernacular English. You know that's the official, unofficial language of America. Is it? Yeah. The language of America. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The official, unofficial language. Because, you know, we oh, don't have official, our... official, unofficial That's language. That's right. The official or the unofficial, unofficial language. Depending on how you, know, you, know, how you want to use that distributed property when you're using your math. He's talking so fast. Sometimes <laughs> it goes right over my head. <laughs> You'll be all right. Uh, all right. For sure. What's the next part of the show, Tom? Tom, I forgot. Uh, you in the bag. No. Is it me? No, you're not in the bag. You oh, have... we got a new section of the show. We have a new section in the show. Oh, do we? we do? Yeah, it's called This Week in Creativity. This Week in Creativity. This Week in Creativity. I like that. <laughs> you do? Yeah. All right, so you got anything? I got three examples up here on the board. You got anything off the top of your head from um, your section I of mean, the world? We're we going to figure it out. We are? What about you? Anything on the top of your head right now? Nah, this I'm Week in Creativity. This Week in Creativity. Creativity. No. No? Uh, I got three examples. All right. All right. We missed last week, but last week came out a great film, uh, Judas in the in the Black Messiah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did we see okay, Judas yeah, in the Black Messiah? Yeah. Did we see yeah. Judas? Did y'all see it? Any yeah, year? I saw it twice. I have, I have it. not seen it yet. Yeah. You but know one, what? One of the homies actually the styled um, styled Daniel Kaluuya. Boo yeah. time! Everybody boo time! <laughs> why, why I gotta get booed? <laughs> oh. you, you weren't there at midnight trying to check for. He the was thing? in the movie. He was in the movie. He wasn't in the movie. His oh, man's he, in the uh, movie. No, he was in the movie. He's being funny. <laughs> I know exactly who he's talking about. Yo. You minus the facial hair, I guess we could be family. <laughs> Yo, Lee Tom Tom. Nah, he was, he was in it. He was in that joint? He was in it. My bad, Tom Tom. You had seen it. It's like when you How make you a record. How you going to not recognize me? It's a few stunt work. My bad, right. <laughs> I'm a stunt shit. double. Yeah. 
How could you forget? My bad, Tom. I, I apologize. Do you have any do you have any immediate reaction from seeing Judas in the Black Oh, uh, man. Um, and the Black Messiah, not the Black Priest. My, my immediate player. reaction, uh, it was, you know, it was a beautiful film. Yeah. Uh, my only thing about it is I think it's kind of maybe the, the, the public opinion on it is just, you know, seeing Fred Hampton through the eyes of a snitch. Right. You know, right. go, do that point of view, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, we we know that, you know, if you didn't, now you do know the story, rather. Um, Willie O'Neill. Right, right, right. So, obviously, he was present. He, you know, he saw things and things like that. But for the sake of a biopic of Fred Hampton, it would have been nice to kind of see. Fred Hampton? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, see him develop into who he was. Because we're talking about somebody who was assassinated at 21. Exactly. 21. 21. That's wild. Running things at a very young age. At ages of, you know, his high school years, 16, 17, those were his potent years up until his his death. So it would have been nice kind of to see. I mean, they they got they they uh, they dived into it with him and his um his partner. Little 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 hints of it. Little seasoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little seasoning. Um, because they did bond. They bonded over Malcolm X uh, speeches and stuff like that. So that was his niche, Malcolm X speeches. So they kind of you know. Play with it a little bit, but mm. other than that, no, it was it was yeah, it was beautiful. It was nice. I, I watched it twice, <laughs> right? You know, right? To really digest it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that the assassination scene was. I mean, it, it is probably just me being a stickler, but it was it was fine for what it was. Just to get to be even more violent than you know what was displayed, probably would have been even you know. Would have walked away with a little bit more angrier than that, but yeah, other than that, yeah, it was beautiful. It was nice. Yeah, shout out to Shaka King. Shout out to Shaka King, Lakeith Stanfield, yeah, Daniel yeah. Kaluuya, and Dominique Fishback, yeah, who yeah, I thought was phenomenal in the she's film. She's a beast. I too enjoyed it. Um, I watched it twice. Twice I watched it back to back, back to back. Yeah, I finished it's, it. It was it's like, one of those <laughs> ones that makes you, you know, you gotta watch it again. Yeah, you really gotta watch it again. I had to run it back. Um, I loved this. I loved when films like this enter into the the black creative atmosphere because then we get to have trendy conversations about revolution versus reform. And although the trends don't always stick, the real niggas show up to the trend conversation and like to drop some gems. So if you're smart enough and you're black enough and you're cool enough and you know, you're really into the intellectual scene, start looking at some of the behind the scenes footage that was happening, some behind the scenes facts that were happening um, for the black Messiah, I'm sorry, Judas and the black Messiah. Um, one of the be, biggest. Before we, we, we go off uh, off this, I'm topic, almost done. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I want to shout out one of the homies, um, Aaron Ramey. Okay, he actually is the one who styled Daniel for the pit for the for the film. Oh yeah, yeah. So I just learned this today. So I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention this while we're talking about. Oh, the film. is Danny the homie? Danny, I, I wouldn't say Danny's the homie, but those are the homies from Philly. They used to come down here and do parties and. You know, and and you know me and Lafayette's heyday type of thing. Oh Lord, <laughs> got an old head. Yeah, here we go. They both round up to forty. But anyway, oh come on, <laughs> that ain't right. Every time, every time, <laughs> every time, dog. No, both of y'all niggas. Oh, y'all need to stop playing with me, man. Hey, man. I'd like to say I'm. I have aged nicely. I have fermented like wine. Yes, if I, I agree. don't tell you my age, you don't know my age. So that's what's beautiful. Nope, clock is beautiful. All right, uh, we do have a we have another segment. Y'all ready for the next segment? <laughs> another brand is we have another brand. We got a, you know what I'm saying. Matt might come, he might not come. So you know, just, gotta keep it diverse. Let's, let's try a couple things. Toes. This week's money move of the week. Money move of the, the week. The money move of the week. Y'all see? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. You see? Yes. You see what I'm talking about? Yes. See what I'm talking about? Yes. Now, I don't know if you've heard it, but 
sorry. Not your, uh, sorry, not your thinking sound, Tom Tom. It's not your, <laughs> <laughs> it's not your time for your question, my bad, bro. But we do have breaking news right here. Um, if you didn't know, did you see this, Tom Tom? Jay Z sold 50% of his ownership or 50% of the Ace of Spades um, brand to LVMH. Yeah, I heard about this one. Did we see how much money that went for? Anybody get a uh, number? I saw a report. They, I, I saw, I read the New York Times article. Yeah. They said that there weren't numbers. The numbers weren't being stipulated at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did see something. It was a Twitter. It was a tweet. That's fine. Um, Tweets count. Yeah. Are you, are no you talk, about to talk about the tweet I'm about to read too? I don't know. Uh, Would you? I'm gonna just continue to say what I saw, which was they said alleged or you know, apparently it was for 250 million. 250 mil? Yeah. That's what I guessed. What you got, Tom Tom? Okay, you so... unofficial news? I, yeah, some some unofficial news like that. So, in 2014, you bought it for $30 million, mm-hmm. And Ace of Spades itself cost $13 to make. And it's sold for two twenty five at wholesale. So, that literally is a 94% profit margin. I learned I learned that through this news. Well, I have yet to drink any, but I'm keeping it I was about to say, I, yeah, I haven't had that expensive sip myself. But holy so shit! Now <laughs> right, it'll, it'll, I, that's it'll, what I learned. But that's how that's good business. That, that's that's how the that's game is business. played. <sighs> yeah, I mean, honestly, with a lot of stuff like that, you just you just don't want to know them type of facts because, you know, like the Nike clothes that you pay two hundred dollars for are probably made for, I don't know, a dollar or of less. Course. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I just found it interesting. That's all. I'm not, definitely not no negativity. And shout out to the bro for for. Two hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Yeah, for two hundred and twenty-two dollar champagne that costs you thirteen dollars. That's at wholesale. That's, That's not even like the full. Yeah. Is somebody breaking in Lafayette? Oh boy. Well, this might be our last time here at the bridge, y'all. Not playing. <laughs> <laughs> not playing. Um, <clears throat> Gotta make sure everything's all. Right. Yeah, just making sure everything is all right. <laughs> But yeah, I um, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Two hundred and twenty-five million dollars. You you reported two fifty. Tom Tom, you said two twenty-five. So probably in the range of. We talking about different parts of the deal now. What you talking about? He was talking about like the whole, the whole deal, deal was made at that. Point. Right. I was saying that like I learned a bottle was two twenty-five. Yeah. Oh, okay. On a basic okay. level, right. like oh, okay. at wholesale is two twenty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right, a bottle itself. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm cool with deal. my five dollar wine from Target. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's. I mean, if I can afford it at that time, I will support it. But like right now, I'm good with five dollar wine. Interesting. I'm gonna get into my bias bag right okay. quick. Just okay. be. A, I'm gonna be a Hove Avenger right quick. A Hove. A Hove Avenger. Avenger. Yeah, Hove Avenger. That was a, that was a, a nice way to put it. Hove Avenger right quick. You must um, see what I'm about I mean, to talk about in the next segment. I'm a. You know, it's it's Hove you man. Read? Like, it's make good business. Good business. Uh. So as, as he continues to climb up the ladder, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about Basquiat billionaire hove now. Mm-hmm. So it would have been nice to, you know, re- retain his 100% ownership of Ace of Spades, you know, the, those those cocky bars in there that he throws in and such like that. But none of right. that. But I feel like that's, um, first of all, I feel like that's the name of the game when you do stuff like that. Like you come up with the idea, mm. you're not necessarily like you don't want to retain ownership, but mm. you... Definitely want to sell it for way more than you got it for, and he what like two twenty five thirty that that's like yeah, three six six 100%. times the price. Um, was that well, more than six times the price? Yeah, yeah, and that's what you do, right? You create, 
you know, hold off. You elevated? Up until, up until, because they said that um, negotiations started in 2019. So we're talking about a two-year deal in the making. Right, and he held out for and make it to make six. Right, right. Then, um, almost, what, it, eight times There's a the bar amount. in there. There's a whole bar. He, he says on uh, Three Kings uh, with Rick Ross and Dr. Dre, he was talking about a concert venue, rather, but as it pertains to his champagne, he was like, you know, I'm holding out for three, 275, I just might agree. Got allegedly 250. So that's good business. <laughs> okay. That's good business. I can, see that. I can see that as good business. It is, I mean, it is good business. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, what I think you might, I, you might even start, start, start. Because I'm, I'm finna go point there. of view. Yeah. Uh, because I don't think anybody's, it's, it's quiet as kept, but the elephant in his, in the room is that he did business with the same company that allowed somebody to slander him. Just the Christoph folks. Right, right, which is why Ace Spades came to be. Ace Spades literally came to be off that. Off of that, right. And then he sold it back to him. Yeah. Y'all mind if I go too deep? Yeah, yeah, no, no, please, please. I I know, yeah. I got a couple things I need to say. I got a couple things. Yeah. yeah. All right, because I I set you up. You you got something something to say, Tom Tom, before I get too deep? No, I just, I don't know. It's it's interesting, I suppose, that LVMH made this deal when they, um, as I understand it, they, they 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 aren't financing um, Fenty at the moment, and and Fenty went and found money elsewhere, mm-hmm. and then got valued at a billion. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just it's just it's interesting when all the how the timing of these things sometimes, right? But I digress. Let me not let me not hold you from getting getting into deep. No, you don't. Come on, why are you going? Don't do me like that, Tom. Huh? Don't do me like I'm over here beating you up when we don't get to the right segment. Anyway, <laughs> as a content creator, I find it pivotal to constantly investigate which inspires, confounds, and disrupts creativity. Each week, I explore one creative concept, deconstruct it to its creative atoms, analyze its foundations, in hopes of expanding the discovery of the creative process. This week, i got to talk about something that's been happening during the quarantine and then it's kindly, kindly uh, come up to head in a wonderful capitalist bump. A socialist planted a bomb in my head and it's... Fucking me up, Jr. Fucking socialism is fucking me up, and I blame Dr. Jared Ball. Give me a second. <clears throat> you heard the big news. We just told you about Jay Z, right? Right. Two hundred and fifty million dollars. Allegedly. Alleged. Allegedly. Alleged. It could be two seventy-five. He could have got the full three. You feel me? We don't. Uh, there's, there's a lot of things we don't. We don't know, right. and we may never know. Yeah. Right. So there's that news. I want y'all to put a pin in there for a second. Did you see before Cam Newton got bullied by that child? Did you see the previous Cam Newton headline that he spent millions of dollars on high fashion for clothes that he only wore once? Yeah, I, I did see that headline. I didn't okay, so jump into it, but what? What? So I have an interesting point now that you mentioned that, right? Well, don't, so don't you steal my point, Tom? Tom, I'm going too deep. I I, I feel you, but we would be rem- this kind of is relevant. All right, so I watched um I'm athlete podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And Cam was the guest. Mm-hmm. No, okay. this, wait. You about to ruin my point. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I'm getting okay. there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Are we about to say the same thing? Yeah, we were. Don't get there yet, because that's, that's the whole point, Tom Tom. All right, here we go. Um, while we were quarantined, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Jared Ball, I definitely uh, encourage you to go, go look it up. Uh, uh, he has entered my intellectual space. He wrote a book called The Myth and Propaganda of Black Buying Power. 
the myth and propaganda of black buying power. You know that number where they say, oh, black buying power is like 1.9, 1.3 trillion dollars, whatever. Right, right, right. Well, he takes in this book and he says, that's a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. And he proves it in different ways, and I'll let you discover that on your own. Um, but while discussing this, a couple of socialists got into my head about the redistribution of wealth and how maybe uh, chasing the billionaire bag or the millionaire bag is not advantageous towards the liberation of black people. You follow me so far? Come on, T. I'm, I'm with you now. Um, <laughs> uh, the biggest... Well, so you remember Judas and the Black Priest, right? And part of the, part of that movie, Fred Hampton's character, I don't know if he said it in real life, but I'm going to say his character in this situation. But the, the spirit of Fred Hampton says, you can't solve capitalism with black capitalism. We can't be liberated through the same system that is causing us oppression. Hmm. One of the trick bags of capitalism is that there must be a high person for there to be a low person. There must be winners in order for there to be losers. Winners and, losers. and I got to be honest with you, I am a capitalist. You see the Monopoly shirt I got on right now? I literally right got now. money signs on the back of my back right now as if it was slapped around, like slapped into me like through a whip or some shit. Um, but the more you look at the history, the more you realize that capitalism, especially for black folks, is like oxymoronic. Every time we get a little bit close to a little economic, uh, economic equity or equality, our Wall Street gets burned down. Or we go to fight the war and everybody comes back and buys a house and goes to college with the GI Bill, but somehow it's missing for black folks. Right. And I don't mean to give you archaic examples. Let's just let's just keep it real. Y'all remember what happened with Robin Hood? Hmm? I'm not no stock expert, but I know that you should be able to keep buying stocks if the price is going up. Right. But somehow Robin Hood allowed you not to buy that, knowing that black folks and low-income people are the people on Robin Hood trying to get into this financial game. If we can look back just a little bit further, we see the housing crisis over that, 2007, 2008, 2009, something like that. Something Subprime like that. loans were sold to black people at an incredibly criminal... Predatory. Predatory disproportional rate. Every time black people get a little bit close to economic equity, something major happens. Yeah, move the goalposts. Exactly. Move the goalposts. I was about to say those exact words. So... We know on one hand, black capitalism will not solve the oppression of capitalism on black people. We also know, on the other hand, that we cannot save ourselves or consume ourselves into economic freedom. So when I hear news of Jay-Z making 250, 275, might have got the whole three on LVMH, and I hear Cam Newton spending millions of dollars on clothes that he only wears once, what am I supposed to do with that information? Three weeks ago, I would have said Cam Newton was wasting his money. But what does it matter if you can't save your way or consume your way to liberation? Three weeks ago, I would have said Hove becoming a quarter more of a billionaire was a great move for black folks. But then again, if there are winners, there are losers. Right. And there's this tokenism with capitalism. If he can do it, then I can do it. A socialist has fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see. I don't. So, fellas, Bad I need to conflicted. Help. What are, what are we supposed to do with this information? Because the, the spectrum, it's the same thing. It's the same coin, different sides. Millions of dollars on clothes you don't spend no more. $250 million on luxury items that we probably can't afford. What do we do? And that's me going too deep. Hmm. <laughs> I'll give you time to think, fellas. I'll give you time to think. Hey. What are we supposed to do? It's okay I mean, if you don't I, I feel like... Much, much, much like everything else in the world, mm -hmm. you're not necessarily supposed to like take take in and then like repeat the same exact steps. You're supposed to 
follow it at, at what matches your you and your speed. Mm-hmm. So like just because somebody gave you the advice doesn't mean, necessarily mean you gotta follow it. So, I mean, you take it for what it is, and you walk your you walk your same walk. You, obviously, I can't spend a million dollars on thrifted clothes. Well, you could, but you I mean, could. I could, you know, over the course of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, so you know, you, you find your own ways and means of making your hustle. Right, right. Mm. Uh-uh. But you were about to bring up something about Cam Newton. What were you about to jump in? All right, so you I watched, watched the the pot. The- I'm athlete podcast. And, you know, I wanted to watch it because Cam's an interesting cat. And then, you know, very recently there was the whole altercation with a young man. But um, so what I learned from it was that Cam has been working on a hat line for the past, like, few years. And literally most of his wild outfits that he was wearing was to promote that, in a sense. So he got, for lack of better words, very priceless marketing because people were talking about his shit for like the past two years, literally. Right. So, in a sense, I looked at it and I thought it was brilliant. Like, that was smart. Because they're going to talk, like, why don't they talk about something I'm working on? Mm -hmm. Something that's coming to life. Mm -hmm. So, the fact that he premiered it or, like, kind of raised the subject with it, I I found that to be interesting. Yeah, that's... Along with all the New England and all, like, the whole conversation, like, is what I appreciated uh, is what I appreciate from the show. Like, they don't just talk about football. They don't just talk about the man. They talk about, like, the whole The spectrum. whole package. That's the, um, when I was doing research for this topic on Cam Newton, I found that, I didn't, I, I didn't watch the whole podcast, but I found this clip on him talking about his transition from, because he's no longer doing the millions of dollars on <clears throat> uh, on these exclusive oh. brands, under these, or these, these big name brand brands, right? So, in this, I don't know if this is the same interview, but in another interview, he was talking about how he wants to become more of, Niggas like you, okay. niggas like Trezzo, niggas that go out and find the gyms, uh, tailor it up to give yeah, it a little more exclusivity. Same, same interview. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, tailor it up, give it a little more exclusivity and a little more uh, a price to it, and then resell it. So he wants to become more creative in that sense. Right. And I appreciate that. To the same effect, Cam Newton's been rocking these Foghorn Leghorn clothes for the last, for the last three years. Foghorn Leghorn. And you better be goddamn right. If I want a fancy hat, I'm not, why going bros? I don't need going bros. I got Cam Newton's company. Right. It's easy. So Mir- you're right. To, Miriaki, to, I believe, or something. Something al- starts yeah. with an M, yeah, yeah. ends with an I. Masuka. 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 Um, but to the point of the of the socialism tip that we we're just talking about, I think the difference between Cam Newton and you kind of just brought it up, Tom. Tom. The difference between Cam Newton spending million dollars of clothes to get attention so that he could sell more hats is a. I almost feel like that's a. What's the word I'm looking for? It's a more honorable way. <laughs> it's a more honorable way because you're... No, I feel like that's the more genuine way is to create a product, market a product, sell a product. Right. <clears throat> Especially a product that people can have access to. I don't imagine these hats will be $225 yeah. on, a, on an incredible I, Knowing Kim, I just don't see no, it No, they're going to be like thousands of dollars. They're handmade, hand, you know, tailored or what have mm-hmm. you. Uh, but yeah, in my mind, I'm like the only people that are gonna be able to afford these are your teammates. <laughs> well, I was going the opposite direction, but I I, I can see yeah. I, I forgot that 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 element. So yeah, they probably will be super. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like hats aren't cheap. Those no, type of hats cheap. aren't cheap. Yeah, yeah. Those type of hats are definitely. But would you rather spend a thousand dollars on a hat that you have for a lifetime, or two twenty five on a bottle that you're gonna split with four other niggas anyway? 
Because you really drink. I'm not drinking a whole bottle of champagne. I don't give a fuck out. Either in all capital letters. <laughs> yeah. Is there an option C? Because, I mean, I'm the type of nigga that says, well, if I'm paying this amount, if I'm paying this amount of money, I'm going to be wearing it. Right. Like, you know, I'm going to get my worth right. out of it. Uh, so if it's a $1,000 hat, then yes. Hypothetically speaking. You wear it 100 times. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Equate the math out. You've gotten your wear. And then it'll, over time, it's going to continue to be vintage or what have you. And, and age well and yeah, all that stuff. <clears throat> all of that stuff. Uh, and then now if we're talking about champagne, $225 champagne, I might be a little bit more stingy. Because if I'm if 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 I'm paying, me uh-huh. personally, <laughs> I, know, I mean, I'm paying. Right, if we're, we've all been in a situation <laughs> where it's been us just paying, right, you know, right. for something that, a thing. People are gonna, you know, mm-hmm. get to talk, uh, gravitate towards. Uh, but yeah, if it's me just solely paying two hundred twenty-five dollars for a, a bottle of champagne, yeah, I'm probably gonna drink most of it and then let y'all get, you know, the the, the sippy sip. <laughs> like, remember, it's actually three hundred dollars. Oh, three hundred dollars. Either way, if you round up, you know, I can't drink two glasses of champagne. You can't maybe drink that's my, as, maybe in, that's my, as in like it's just too much. It's too. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how delicious it yeah, is. It's it just too makes much. You, it's like drink. It's I mean, alcoholic I, I'm soda. I'm keeping under. I don't really drink straight champagne like that. I, if I do, like I'm drinking it in a mimosa. So like uh-huh. I don't. I, do you know how mad that champagne would be if it got some orange juice in it? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. Hove. It, it goes with you know capitalism, consumerism. You know Diddy as well. They all like to throw fancy combinations in there of their products. So they say that if you want to experience it, if you want to have a good time. Then do that. So if you want to throw a, I mean, they're selling the the lifestyle as exactly right, right, right. To be a nigga to make orange juice now. Tom, Tom, go make some orange juice. Fancy orange juice. (laughs) Good on that. Orange juice. Does it have to be fancy? It only has to be like a dollar. If it's gonna be orange juice, that's gonna give you a good time. That's the facade they'll give us. I guess, man. Feed us. I guess, man. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm stuck with those thoughts. I appreciate y'all helping with those. Yeah. We're going to check out a song by a local artist, and then when we come back, we're gonna have some more. Over the Shoulder Podcast. Over the Shoulder. That sound good to y'all? Yes, sir. All right. Do it. I'm still pulling up a song. I think it's my phone. Who is going to be? Who is it? It is my phone. Yeah, that joint is whack. Oh, goodness. Ooh. Walking past me. Not came too in. fast. Let my eyes just take their time. Looking at you, you look back and I feel your eyes meet mine And I know just what that means Yeah, I know just what you mean Conversation Trying to be patient, but the way you make me feel. Mm, what I want to do, want to keep moving till you feel like the whole world's standing still. And I know just what that means. Yeah, I know. Know just what you need. Oh. 
Like a Bohemian Caverns type of vibe. Yes, sir. My man is fresh out of Bohemian Caverns, one of U Street's greatest. Micah Robinson. Make sure y'all go check him out at Micah D.E. Robinson on all social media platforms. He's got a fundraising um, initiative happening right now to feed some of the homeless and food insecure right here in Washington, D.C. Check out the single Know What is going to be on the album that's coming out in a few months called Love Story. Thank you, Michael Robinson, for letting us use that song right here on Over the Shoulder. <clears throat> we are right back again. Uh, we got three creators in the house, myself, Tom, Tom, Jr. Uh, we are talking about black creativity. Uh, Jr. I, 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 I'm at a rush through the black creativity section. What else is going on in creativity this week, man? Oh, well, I mean, you know, and speaking about biopics previously, prior, um, uh, we got a Billie Holiday biopic coming mm. on Hulu. Uh, Friday. Is it Friday? Yeah, Friday. Um, it's called The United States versus Billie Holiday, uh, directed by Lee Daniels, um, starring Andre Day in her debut performance. Uh, it's picking up steam and all the awards, award uh, ceremonies and stuff like that. She's already nominated for a Golden Globe. Wow. Um, yeah, so... Oh, speaking of Golden Globes, I, I'm going to get back to them. Keep, keep yeah, no, nah, I was, mind. you know, black creativity. Lee Daniels, we know Lee Daniels, the butler, Precious. Uh, I mean, his, I love his, I like his, excuse me, lo love is a strong word. Yeah, you want a little far. I go prefer ahead. his movies more than I prefer his shows. What are some of the shows he's done? He's done Empire. Mm. You know Empire. I know. Everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, he was saying, mm, I Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Um, And then the spinoff, which was Star. Mm -mm. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, I mean, look, no, no. You know why? You see, I cool? just looked at Tom. Tom, just I, I feel you. You know what? why? You know why though? Why? That's one of the movies that me, brought me and my girlfriend together. I mean, star one of the shows. Star. Yes. Oh my that, god. That's why. That's that. It has a sentimental. <laughs> like I'm not saying it's great. It has <laughs> I a know you're not. You guys were like bonding <laughs> over it. Is that what? Yeah, literally. Okay. Star. Yeah, shout out to Star. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, but Lee Daniels. Yeah, yeah. When I saw actually, when I saw Lee Daniels' name, I got a little nervous. Yeah, I know because he's, you know, he got he got beef with one of my favorite icons. You talking about Dame? Dame. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, another one of my favorite. Well, Dame is Mo. another one of my. That's Mo. right, Monique. Oh, Monique. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. And Dame Dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I need you well, for? Well, he owed Dame money. I think he paid. He eventually paid, but Dame was at it. Dame was neck. hot. Yeah, Dame was hot. It was like it was three like, mil, too. Yeah, it was. I'd be beefing off three mil, too. Where my fucking yeah. money at, bro? I'm the one that funded your career, right. essentially. You I gave you money me? for Precious, and then that went through the roof. I ain't seen not one dollar since. Right. So, that's, just, yeah. that's the same beef that Monique has, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did all this free shit for y'all. Right. I ain't seen a dollar right. since. They paid that girl $35,000 to make the movie. But anyway... All right, so the Golden Globe information I was going to give you mm -hmm. is that um, the L.A. Times wrote an article pretty much saying that the whole, I don't even know what the name of the group that, that like does the Golden Globe. Hollywood Foreign Press. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought it was H French. HFPA. I thought it was French. I mean, some of them are French. Well, either way, long story short, they have pretty much 
like the pe- they're supposed to be like let's say critics that like analyze and blah blah blah. Right. They pretty much um they've they've kind of picked out their own reporters and made them part of the board. Yeah. Illegally. And that's why random as films get all these nominations and mentions. Right. Like for example, I forget what movie we're all talking about, but like Emily in Paris, yeah. randomly that nobody's watched is getting all this clout when there's quality movies, a lot of quality movies that were made by us and others that has gotten no love mm-hmm. or didn't yeah. get any love at all. And it's like, for me, this goes to show why if you talk to certain artists, like they'll tell you, I don't care about Grammys. I don't care about these Golden Globes. That's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this for my own achievement. I'm doing this f- to you know, portray a, pr- a particular image for my people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Another thing that we kind of know to be true, we don't necessarily know the facts, but we we just feel it, that something's off. And the truth has now come out in a sense. Yeah. Fuck the Globes, though. <laughs> I, for one, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I, you know, award seasons, that's my shit. It's my shit, too. I watch, you know. I grew up watching it, too. I watch all the movies that may or may not be nominated throughout the years. Stuff Same. Like that. Uh, so I just watched uh, Promising Young Woman. Promising Young Woman. What's that about? Uh, Give us like a short synopsis. First and foremost, it's about a white woman. Okay. Uh, I had a feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me start there. Right. Lace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me start right there. I'm not, you know, it's a movie. So white women make movies. You're, you're, yeah, you're yeah. like a movie phobe. So <laughs> I, I, yeah, um, it's about a white woman. She gets revenge. Uh, she's trying to kind of find the, the the real reason behind her friend's death. Uh. Somebody, I think she was drove, her friend was dro- driven to suicide because she was raped or something like that in, in college. So it's just her friend, she, you know, she lost herself after her friend passed away. So she was just, you know, sticking and moving, still living with her parents and stuff like that. But she sought out to get revenge with like all of the friends' friends uh, throughout the movie and stuff like that. It's kind of like, it's pretty. it's a pretty good movie if you're a white woman who's into feminism, right? Uh, but it sounds familiar. Yeah, I mean it's a pretty good movie, nonetheless, right? Um, but I was just saying, like that's that's one of those movies. Uh, there's another movie. There's there's a few other movies up in the air that I've watched over the course of 2020 slash 2021. Yeah, give a, give us a little run. Um, what I just watched. Uh, you guys watch uh, The Walking Dead? I never watched it, but I do know the dude Glenn, the dude that played Glenn, yeah. Stephen Yang. I think I'm saying it wrong, but uh, yeah. So he he got a. <laughs> He has an independent movie that came out um, called Minari. Minari. Okay. Um, that's with A24. Okay. Who, who don't miss. They uh, really don't. I watched, um, oh, the new Nicolas Cage joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willie's Wonderland. Yeah, Willie's Wonderland. That was A24? No, I just uh, think of him. No. Yeah, that was a pretty nice. That was, <laughs> they don't give you too much details about it, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I watched that on Friday. That was pretty good. It's about a family who moved from uh, Korea or Japan. Um, and to like the boondocks, hmm. they like live in like the outskirts of. Uh, oh, it's Arkansas. They moved Arkansas. to Arkansas, so they're just making a living and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, speaking of like um, H- HFPA, they actually awarded that film or gra- gave it a nomination of uh, they did best international film, but it was filmed in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> but it's, it's a little details like that that's like what the fuck right well they're not from here no but right. the film is in English right. well I'm sorry 
some of the film is in English. Obviously, some of it is in uh, Japanese. Like they have the the subtitles and stuff like that there. But it's not a foreign made film. I mean, it's foreign when you well, when your headquarters is in Germany. Who's that? A twenty four. Nah. Oh, HFPA. Yeah, the Hollywood Foreign Press is based in yeah, Europe. It was somewhere over there in Europe. It's in Europe, France, Europe, right. uh, uh, Germany. So it's foreign to whom? The film is foreign to whom? German, uh, Germany. Yeah. yeah. Well, if that's the case in every single movie that is made in the U.S. or U.S. based. To them, it's, it's foreign. foreign. Yeah. 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 yeah, but I feel like, well, correct me if I'm wrong, since you're actually watching these award shows, but I feel like when they pick those international films, it's like you're saying, it's usually in a foreign language. Or yeah, like Spanish or something. Um, like for instance, um, the movie that the one the one that took every, everything by store. Uh, I mean, Parasite. Parasite, Not right? Pariah. That wasn't that, was that was and that was awesome. I don't I don't believe if it was nominated <clears throat> for the Golden Globes as far as uh, best foreign film goes. It might have. I could be wrong. I'd have to go back and look. Uh. But yeah, that went from even if it did be even if it was nominated for best international film, it went from being nominated as best international film at the Golden Globes to winning best picture. In oh, it was best picture at the Golden Globes. So okay, okay, was, yeah, so yeah, right yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. And that was filmed obviously that was filmed overseas and such like that. Mm-hmm. But if you look at a film that it just has a cast of uh, Japanese, uh, ja- you know, Japanese people, but it was filmed in the U.S. What's other than the cast? What's really foreign about the film and the language that they're speaking for the bulk half of the movie? You know, I see. I see what you're saying, but because we point. we are foreign. Yeah, the right. American, not well, black people are foreign, but yeah, yeah. we're foreign to a discussion for another podcast. German people. <laughs> it'd be interesting. Yeah, it'd be interesting if the if the Oscars nominated that movie for foreign film because the Academy is in San Francisco, right. So then that would be strange. Seven Japanese dudes in a movie based in Ohio, and it's in a, it's an international film? Yeah, that would be odd. That would be strange. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to be in the room to like figure out how these decisions are made, as we all do, because every time these things come out. They're head scratchers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Literally. But as far as, th- as, far as black creativity goes. Oh, just creativity. Hulu, yeah. February 26th. United States versus Billie Holiday. Is there a black movie coming out this Friday? Yeah, Hulu. No, that's 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 you said March twenty sixth. What did I say? March twenty sixth. Is it February? February. 26th? Oh, so it is I'm this sorry. Friday. Yeah, Ooh, I'm sorry. I'm about to watch Andre Day Fine Ass on yeah, Friday. Yeah, nice. <laughs> anything else? Time time. Anything else? The creativity that we might have missed. D'Angelo. D'Angelo. Oh my gosh. That's the headliner right there. Yeah. Oh, the ne- they, have they announced who's going to be at his concert? No, nah, just just, the, just this build up is sounding amazing. Hunch. You guys got like the so I feel like it's a, almost going to be like a uh, a revival of the Soul Aquarians type. Yeah, it's, it, that's that's definitely sure to happen. Yeah. That's definitely sure to happen. There's no doubt. It's like the Jills, the Jasmine yeah, Sullivan, and all that. Just passed all yeah. that. Yeah, it's it's it feels it's like it's only right. Yeah, I definitely think that's going to happen. That's that's what I was. Erica Badu's mm-hmm. Raphael Sadiq. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who else? Who else? Because yeah, that's, 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 those are my guys right there. Raphael, that whole class. Erica, Common might show up for a you know, quick cameo again or something. Uh, got Maxwell showing up I as well. I wonder if he'll bring Lauren. Who? Lauren Hill. Yeah. I wonder if Lauren will show up. Show up? 
Come on, bro. Don't Show up. Lauren. Don't play Lauren like that, man. I'm not playing Lauren like that. <laughs> See, I feel like it's better <laughs> if there's an element of surprise and there is no announcement. Right. right. <laughs> and, then, and then she's the bonus. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't hold her to that standard no, of no, showing, no, no. Lauren Hill showing up anywhere on time at that. Come on, man. Come on. I don't know. I've, like I've been man. through a few, uh, uh, what, uh, YouTube rabbit holes. Yeah. And, like, Lauren has le- lived a very, like, Interesting, or I suppose painful life, like it's so a tumultuous life. Right, Wanda, her, her she and D'Angelo, low key. She low key Wanda, <laughs> Wanda, Wanda Maximoff. That's what that's what Lauren Hill is. Just full of grief and pain and sorrow. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I got a I got a strong hunch that we're gonna be seeing a lot of our neo soul R and B favorites, legends, legends, mm-hmm. uh, come Saturday. Raphael Sadiq has I an think on a sneaky tip, because, you know, that's his baby mother, I really feel like Angie Stokes, because she doesn't get enough flowers. No, she's going to be there. I would like to think so. And we might, you know, get her little song, you know, some of her favorites in there, Black too. Brother and all. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember that's the name of the song. Yeah, that's uh, it. Oh. That's it. Because you're my black. Yeah, that was my jam. That, yeah. that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. I'm really, I'm really loving what Versus is doing, too. I saw a couple of my a couple of my marketing friends like they got upset when they saw that versus seemingly sold out to the NFL and we're doing these pro, pro bowl versus. Oh yeah, I did right. That was I didn't really pay attention to it, obviously. Yeah, I haven't really entertained happened, that too much. But it was yeah, like I didn't I mean I guess I got it. They were talking trash to each other and then watching their own highlights. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, I thought it was like it's actually not a it's like it's a highlight like crazy idea. No, it's a no. It's an interesting they, idea. Yeah, like you, and you said some of them were what disgruntled about them selling out. Like my marketing friends were like, "Oh, versus supposed to be pure and like mm-hmm. for, the for the people blacks. and for the music and yeah. black people. How could they sell out NFL?" Yeah, see now everybody's selling out to the NFL. Huh? So hold on, quote. there's, a, there's a, an aside that's still <laughs> related to versus the NFL. I'm almost done. But did you ahead. did you know that E40 has wine? Yeah, it's been out for, like, longer than people, you know, because all things Twitter, like, things that were out for years can be brought no, to I mean, today. I'm, I'm learning now that it's definitely been out for years. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, that man is booming with And they the said one. it's 16%. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, he, he's really done his thing with the research. And they said, that, they, they, said they want to have you talking like E-40. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That's probably what had him dancing in the verse. Right, 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 right. He was, yeah, he was sipping on that joint, dog. He was sipping on the joints. But, yeah, no, I'm definitely trying to. They said you can't find it nowhere. It's been sold out now. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm going to go to my my spots and see what's up. Because, yeah. you know, that's that's where I got the Snoop Dogg wine. My, you know, your local. Your local, local, local liquor stores yeah, out, out in Maryland. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. ain't nobody, if nobody checking for it out here, that shit easy to find. Right. If, if nobody, if go, nobody. Go, to, go to Booyah when, Waldorf or something. When was um, when, Brandywine? There was a reason. There was a day that black people were buying all these black products in the summertime. Juneteenth. Juneteenth. That's what it was. Right. Couldn't find no Uncle Nearest anywhere. <laughs> that shit was tripping on Twitter. That shit was tripping on Twitter. I couldn't find that shit anywhere in PG. Had to go to Moco. Mm. Fuck well, ass. Ugh. I mean, it's PG, and it's Uncle Nearest. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. It does make sense. It does make sense. Time, time. Yes, sir. You got a thoughtful question for us, man? <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughtful question, time, time? Um, no, I don't have a thoughtful question today. What? <laughs> you got to have a thoughtful question. Um, No, nah, I mean, for me, uh, today... 
I'm shouting out Ricardo Deshaun, the brand that I'm wearing right now. Um, that that that's all I got for you today. Black owned, black, black owned. owned from around the way. Come got on, his new. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're all on the one accord as far as that the the, the chuckles go, right? What and you mean? What happened? I don't, I don't know what don't he's know. about to. Uh, I don't know. know. Hold on, what you chuckling at? I don't. I, <laughs> chuckling my. <laughs> no, I'm, did I tell the story on the podcast already? Uh, the lack of your thoughtful question, or yeah, I thought that's what y'all. No, that's not what I, no, 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 I was, no. I'm laughing at your at your sweatshirt, Ricardo <laughs> okay. Deshaun. Okay. So um, I don't know if I told the story on the podcast, but I'm going. I'm on the internet. I'm on Instagram. I see the Ricardo Deshaun has the Save the Black Dollar uh, hoodie that came out. I'm like, oh, that shit is fire. Right, the yellow. That's what I said. It's yellow. I'm like, oh, that shit is fire. I got to get me. I say it out loud. I was like, I got to get me one of these Ricardo Deshaun sweatshirts. And I said to the lady at the house, I'm like, yo, lady, do you want one of these Ricardo Deshaun sweatshirts? sweatshirts? And she was like, who? And I was like, Ricardo? <laughs> Deshaun and I, she was like show me that nigga face and I was like I don't know his face I just know his sweatshirt uh-oh. and I was like uh oh that's it <laughs> so I said uh oh so I'm putting the joint in the cart you know what I'm saying about to enter my saved uh, my saved Google information she's like oh Ricardo Deshaun is my ex and he owed my grandma some money and I was like oh, oh no no oh no not owes my grandma some oh. money <laughs> Oh no! I, I didn't know that part. So I was like, so I was, I was ordering it out. So I was like, so you don't want one of the sweatshirts? Or? No, he. No, nah, she good. My grandma was good. Some money. I want to support the brother so bad. But you out here on grandma's money? Not that you on. I mean, you know, niggas do what they got to do to get to to get to where they got to get to. It's just more so like I'm I still, can't be walking around my own house with my ex's sweatshirt on. I'm just, I'm, 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 I didn't tell you the story, Tom. Tom. I don't remember. Yeah, that's my whole ex. That's all my whole lady's ex. Well, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean she loves great creators. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, there mad. you go. I was about to I'm say he makes, he makes there nice product. There is that. There is that. Yeah, he makes nice product. He does make a nice product, but I can't walk around the crib with his sweatshirt on. Nah, it just basically it says save the black dollar, <laughs> save my lady grandma. <laughs> Her house is in foreclosure. Her house is in foreclosure. <laughs> no, her grandma rich as hell. We okay, good. She's okay. Straight. She's right, straight. She's right. straight. She's straight, but no, I just thought that was interesting. And thank you, Tom. Tom. Although you know we need to fill time for this podcast, you you had no you had no thoughtful question. You could even fake one. <laughs> Not at the moment. Damn. I have one. Okay, thank you. Appreciate you. I know this is my I second. Knew he had but I'm not going to steal I, that, it. That was, I'm not going to steal it from you. It's a bit of it's a bit ignorant, but you know still a, it's still a thoughtful. Okay, question. so why when black people you know have funerals? Right. Oh this, boy. this is a question that probably comes up it's already taken in the black community, turn. right? Why when we have funerals uh post reception are when when knowingly we know the person that passed away probably was from a dietary something, diabetes, right? Okay. We turn around and have enjoy the same food and celebrate their life that just killed them. I um I can't Go ahead, Tom. Tom, you first, since you ain't had no questions. I'm, I'm still eating <laughs> it's, most it's, of the food that he's speaking of, so it's, I can't it's, really... It's ignorant. I mean, yeah. I mean, me, I am too, but it's just something to really, you know, the thing about Are it. you looking, like, for an actual answer, or is um, it just No, like not really. I mean, because it's something that probably won't change ever, unless, you know, somebody decides 
an innovator pulls up with the vegan food. <laughs> All right, exactly. We get the faces from our relatives and such like that. What? V- v- what? I can't even spell vegan. First off, uh, that seems like a vegan marketing problem. Okay. Right. Okay. They need to change some shit up if they're trying to get with the get with the flavorful and the soulful because vegan sounds white. It doesn't even sound like healthy. It just sounds white. It sounds like it ain't got no salt. Sound like they made it out of cauliflower. Sound like they ain't put and no another, sauce on it. Another thoughtful question. So hold, on, I was about to answer your question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick, just you know, you can finish it. Uh, but vegans, right? But they they drink water, right? Vegans drink water, right? Well, there's no substitute to water, right? But that's a fish's habitat. Oh, I see what you did there. They don't eat habitats. You said what? They don't eat no, no, vegans. Don't eat habitats. The, he's talking about the animal aspect of it. Yeah, they don't want to mess with anything that has to do with animals, but they drink water, which is a fish's habitat. But that, that, that was like a doodunch type of. <laughs> I like the remix. Maybe the delivery <laughs> didn't come out as cohesive as it should have. But yeah, right, I mean, no, no I, back to the answer of the question, though. It's because black people have a terrible relationship with food. Ah, uh, yeah, as we do, we definitely do. We have the numbers are there. Like it is. <clears throat> um, it's crazy that black people will eat Would good you say it's food. Painful? Huh? Would you say it's painful? It's trauma. Trauma. Okay. That's all. Right. It's trauma. So because. Because all of our celebration moments probably um, surround the food in some sort. Oh, yeah. Right. Sunday Not table, black church, yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving, food at the house, Easter. et cetera. All these, oh, things are, all these things are prerequisites to survival. Like, we do these things. We have these big meals, these community meals, because it's based on survival. Uh, and so it doesn't, like, the cause of death is irrelevant. It'd be like if <laughs> if somehow like driving in mass and driving in carpools was our way to fix trauma, then it would look ridiculous to go on a carpool after we saw somebody die from a car crash. But it's the same. It's essentially the same concept. Right. Yeah. No, 100 percent. I knew I knew the answer to that. It's, just, no. it's kind well, of a, you know, I was well, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's one of those comedic questions oh. you know, for the sake of. Comic relief. <laughs> it's like when you look in, look in hindsight, we turn around and eat the things that just killed our Uncle Charles. Yeah. You know. You kill who now? Uncle Charles. Your I miss Uncle my Uncle Charles, Charles y'all. Now. I miss him. I miss him. Look at you so black. You know? <laughs> Rest in peace, Dr. Bunny. Uncle Chuck, you know? But no, um, yeah, no, nah, it was just just the just the just the I will give you four dollars right now if you can if you can spit four bars word for word from crosswords, from crossroads. Not the hook. Not the hook. Not the hook. Ah. No, no. I'm gonna say that's that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna miss everybody. No, no. That's the yeah. That's the bridge or the hook, right? Got saved by the words. Oh man, you got me with the words. I just know, and I miss my uncle Charles, y'all. That's all I remember. No, man, Lafayette saved you from the other room. Nah, Lafayette, you owe that man four dollars. How does Lafayette <laughs> owe him? Because he get he get giving out uh, alley oops, man. It costing me money. You only give me two dollars for this. I appreciate it. Thanks, Lafayette. He didn't agree, but on mic it sounded like he did. So that's a contract. He's our he's our honorary guest who hasn't appeared yet. Who Lafayette? We gotta guest, get the guest uh, host. Guest host. Guest host. Yeah, we gotta get Lafayette to come on. You know, he's the uh, 
I don't know what you call him. The, the CEO the of, the of the bridge? No, no, vice president of the bridge? CEO. Wait a minute. Let's the leader of the bridge? Wait a minute. Oh, Charles wait. Xavier of the bridge? What's your title, bro? CEO. Of the All right, I was about to say. CEO of the bridge. Honcho. Honcho. Say it again. What did they eat That's at a good Dr. question. Seppi's funeral? What outside. did they eat at Dr. Seppi's Oh, Matt outside. Matt is outside. Um, what did they eat at Dr. Seppi's Uh Water, celery. Yeah. There was some fruit um, in there. What's some other basic fruits in there? I hope there wasn't cauliflower. Avocado. Right. I hope was there, there wasn't cauliflower. No, no cauliflower. Because according to Dr. Seppi's, that was a creation of a man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, always, I always looked at it like the white broccoli when I was younger, right? Then I would taste it. I'm like, it don't taste like anything. Like, at least broccoli, you can kind of, you know, put in stuff and give it that flavor. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that with cauliflower. No. At all. No. Yo, what's up, big dog? Man's oh, man, we got to get my man's a mic. Hold on, y'all. Y'all keep talking. Mike, come sit right here and talk to the people I set you up. Talk to the people. Where, where, sorry I'm late, y'all. Hey man, you just arrived on African time. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Actually, this is not quite African time. This is like, this you know, is like an hour and fifteen minutes later. <laughs> right. Yeah. With Africans, it's like two to three hours. Yeah. <laughs> so. Nah, man, it's been a long ass day. So. Business, business, take care. Alright, what's wrong with the show, fella? Man, you got anything in the bag while you was uh, while you was driving um, on the Beltway? Did you get any bag topics? You got nah, anything in the bag? Not really. Just one. L O L. Tom Tom didn't have no uh, thoughtful questions. He had no JR, thoughtful questions either. I'm snitching. <laughs> I'm snitching. Jr. Saved me. It's all good though. Sure um, love some. Say it again. I said I'm sure I could pull up something. Nah, we what are we talking about? I guess we just review. We talking about see give get some thoughts. We talked about um I guess one of the big stories today was Jay Z selling fifty percent of Ace of Spades yeah. to LVMH. What are your thoughts? I mean, I think it's on brand. Uh in the in the, the success story. Everybody knows the Crystal story, how they uh you know, everybody was rocking Crystal or really pubbing Crystal back in the day, early two mm-hmm. thousands. Um was excuse me, miss some of those records clearly pointed out, but they made some pretty uh, disparaging remarks in The Economist uh, in regards to hip-hop championing the brand. Right, right. A lot of racial undertones, overtones. So to see Jay, who many, I know you got your problems with Jay, (laughs) um, to see him take a brand, and I think the numbers are crazy. It was something like, at first they were doing like 60K, bottles a month or 60k bottles it was like 60k bottles a month before he purchased um the ace of spades home, um parent company really? and by the time he's sold 50 percent off it's like half a million a month mm. um and then like i think thousand percent markup the bottles cost 13 dollars a unit to make in bulk and they're wholesale for 220 yeah so and it's a 94 percent profit margin yeah so, hey man, it's good business. <laughs> That's exactly what Jr. said. Yeah, That's what it's good business. It's good. Bi- now I agree. Uh, 
Yeah, you know I do got my problems with Hove. Yeah. You know I got my problems with Hove. I don't intellectually agree with him, but that's okay. Um, I think it's great business as well. It's it's on, it's honestly hilarious. Well, I wouldn't say hilarious, but that you disagree with him so much, considering that you one of the biggest hustlers I know. This nigga got six, seven jobs and shit. Right? <laughs> yo, chill. You got a problem. <laughs> yo, chill. But yo, but that's what I was saying when I when I was going too deep was. Uh, I like I 100% get the business, but like a socialist has gotten to my head and kind of fucked me up a little bit. How so? Like I'm st- I'm like, where's that money going? The myth of the black dollar. It's not even it's not even that. It's now I'm, I'm more like on my on like my socialism tip. Like if if consumption doesn't save us and saving doesn't save us as far as the capitalistic tip goes, then what am I supposed to do with the wins? Of this fifty percent sale, and what am I? And my other example is, what am I supposed to do with the billions of dollars that Cam Newton threw away on? Not sorry, spent on clothes that he only wore one time. In the scale of <clears throat> how I'm supposed to celebrate these individuals on a capitalistic scale, knowing that capitalism is not the solution, how are we supposed to deal with these situations? I think that's fair. I mean, I think you can still admire it because the the inverse is that we always complain that white people find paths to success and find ways to crack the code to leverage time for money, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and we That's the thing that we've talked about for the past three weeks. You don't necessarily have to have the same capitalistic mindset to appreciate somebody taking a brand, flipping it, yeah. you know, and especially because they built it, built their own, yeah. you know? So if they built their own, when previously they were championing brands that didn't support us at all, it Absolutely. didn't look like the, us at all, I consider the delta of that a win. I don't think that's a win for black culture. Right. But, you know, right. maybe I for black history. Maybe for yeah, black, black history. history, black, black culture to a degree. Yeah, just, you know, in terms um, of figures. But um, but it is something. I mean, you said something a second ago. It is something. There is something, more, like, wonderful and amazing and fantastic to one person being able to affect the sales of a product that much. You're talking about you went from 60K a month to half a mil a month? Yeah. Just based on the... It ain't like Jay-Z was out there making fucking uh, champagne, stomping grapes with his feet. This nigga's just pure. But he did say, he did pay attention to detail, right? Like, so champagne, in order for it to technically be champagne, it has the soil has to be from from Champagne, Italy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they did their due diligence in that regard and also the brand attachment. Mm -hmm. You know, the... uh, social cultural implications of having ace of spades bottles at the club yep and experience we've all at least seen i ain't never ain't never <laughs> out of experience I've definitely seen one it. bottle but like you know what i'm saying so you got to take it for what it was I, for what it is i mean this you talk about socialism to a guy who's watched judas and the black messiah like four times same <laughs> um <laughs> meanwhile i have yet to watch it and i'm all i'll change this very quick <laughs> soon I'll exactly. i call tom tom exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's African, you know. It make, don't I, hit home the same. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. You do some fella make, make it about Fella. Make it about Fella. Huh? What you say? I said you make it about something over overseas. I might get into it. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Matt just said if it was about Fella. You would have been watching. <laughs> <laughs> it just resonates. It's just different. He might watch that shit before I watch it. That's true. That's real. That's deal. Hey, that's hey, that's, that's all good. It's a diversity of Ghana, though. It is what it is. Y'all yeah. got a booming economy over there, right? <clears throat> I saw some news about Ghana recently. Oh, Stevie Wonder's moving to Ghana. Yeah, I definitely saw that. Y'all trying to go to Accra in like December? Yeah, or like uh, something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, that's that's about that time to go. Yeah, 
Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, according to my fraudulent um, spit 23andMe test, which they said they faked all the results. I'm from Ghana. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, they said they faked I'm all most, the results. Yeah, I'm mostly Nigerian, but I do got like 10% Ghana. Guys, nice. shout out to so, so y'all just gonna reveal this, nigga. To me I'm pretty sure we've had these conversations, we had this conversation on, on yeah. pod before. Actually. Yeah, hey man, maybe it's the L's we was uh, it's been a long time on at the time. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we the L's we was blowing. Is that what you just said? Yeah, <laughs> every time I think about you smoking, <laughs> I think about that one picture at SBO where you look like you were on the moon. <laughs> hey man, I had a few too many edibles. <laughs> Shit, what man. a wonderful hey. statement! Yeah. What a wonderful statement. Yeah, I don't I don't have much. I just I just off the principle I still wanted to pull up. No, I, I, we appreciate you, bro. It always feels good to be yeah. in the place with all, all the three homies. We have yeah. such a good podcast. Um, Thanks. <clears throat> D'Angelo. D'Angelo versus uh Everybody. Everybody versus, uh, about that. Who you think pulling up? Is uh what would I prefer? Maxwell, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that's a good battle. It's an era. Yeah, it is. Everybody who like was driving in their parents' back seat or was in their parents' back seat at like nine PM. Yep. On a Why Tuesday. Sidestorm yeah. blowing. Right. Or you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> right. you, you know, your parents had a, a party that they went to, but mm-hmm. they t- tagged you along because everybody else had kids there and you driving back, driving back on two ninety five, three ninety five, four ninety five, listening yes, to that sir. shit. Rockville Man. only coming from yeah. <laughs> I mean these are the Fordsville days, but yeah. Yeah, same shit though. Yeah. That's what's up though. You think it's like Maxwell, Jill Scott? Yes, uh, exactly. Tom, uh, Jr. said earlier, "What do you say? Angie Stone might pull up." That is his. We definitely want his lady. Pull up. Um, That'd be hard. I love. I'd love to see Lauren pull up. I Maybe mean, drop a couple too. Oh, that hit me right in the heart. She own her shit. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Which is so sad. And we the gotta socialist go. wants Lauren. Right. <laughs> but it's so sad because you know um, she just went diamond. This education law in here just went down. Yeah. And you know, all that money went straight to the government. Damn. Probably did. Was it taxes or? I feel like, I feel like, here's, I have to read into this, but every time I read into it, I get the same implication. I feel like the United States government owns like a, a major of- portion of the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Hmm. I have to look into that more. I think it's That's like, I think it's theory. that, I think it's that direct. Like part of her. Part of a way to get out of tax evasion was to basically just like, okay, I'll sell you so a piece of this. I'm the only one that I really put out. Yep. Fuck, man. She's just living off that sister at two money. Oof. I don't <laughs> think that was that much. Oof, it wasn't. Because <laughs> that was before living all the that unplugged money. That's all yeah. that is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What was that? You brought up another topic. Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Yeah. Amazing. So, in, so how do you feel about Chappelle? Do you feel about Chappelle the same way you feel about Jay? You know what's weird? I was talking about this morning on the show. As excited as I am for him, I'm like my overall sentiment is like, eh. yeah, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. But we were talking. I mean, I was I kind of discovered this morning, like in my head, before he told us that he didn't own it, he already owned it. Mm. So this is kind of like just return to form to me. It, it doesn't feel like a celebration, although it is a celebration, but it just feels like he already had it. So for him to re- get it back is kind of like, all right, yeah. This is where we should be. Yeah. I now mean, let's see what happens. Will there be season four? I don't think so. Uh, will the end of season three? I would. Fuck it. I mean, he would do it on his terms, not their way. Exactly. It's his now, though. I want him to bring it, bring back the original. <clears throat> not the, you can't bring back everybody from the original cast, but having Neil Brennan back mm-hmm. on. like I would rest love to peace, see that. Charlie pair. Murphy. Yeah, rest in peace, Charlie oh, Murphy. Charlie Murphy. 
I know they got some stuff in the vault. Uh, they yeah, yeah, got they to. to. Well, but they might have used that up those seasons oh, right when with, uh, Chappelle with the was gone. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, but um, I, I look back on a Chappelle show, classic, and I hating on it. Right. First season, there's a lot of skits I just don't resonate with as much. Little misses. Maybe misses. I'm just not 13 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Certain shit just is just like. That's fair. Not like That's shock fair. funny for me anymore. Um, uh, free uh, Bobby Smarter's free, man. Did we talk about that? Yeah. No, we didn't talk about that, we though. We didn't talk, we didn't about, talk about that. Yeah. Bobby Smyrna is home. Seven years. Where were you at seven years ago, Matt? So what, I'm 30 now? So 23. Your time was I was out so in the streets. I was probably close to here, but like <laughs> 10, miles, 10 miles up the road. I was probably at a hookah lounge figuring it all out. Mm-hmm. Fucking around. What was I 23? Well, Tom was 33 years old <laughs> years ago. So where were you? Where were you? <laughs> Don't believe none of the lies this man is spewing. Nigga was at Martin's Crosswind. <laughs> Martin's Crosswind. <laughs> no, this fool. This nigga was at the half note like shit. <laughs> Yo, Tom. <laughs> no, seven years Taking photos and 31. shit. 31. Seven years ago, yeah, it was what, 24, 25? I didn't have my shit together. I could only imagine Fuck, no. if I had time froze. How old was Bobby Smurdy went to jail? Like 20? He had to have been like Something late like teens, that. early 20s. Shit. And then Rowdy. Got out maybe five months ago, three or four months ago, who was his, his guy. They both really? didn't snitch on each other. In fact, Bobby agreed to take on additional time to keep Rowdy Rebel's uh, time served to like six and a half months or something. Really? So not not only did they not snitch, but they held each other down for real. They sacrificed wow. more time. You know, Bobby sacrificed more time in the penitentiary yeah. to, to help his boy out. Yeah. Hmm. I just love that Quavo went to get him in a jet. In a jet, yeah. With three ugly ass white women. <laughs> you saw the tweet though. I you didn't gotta think I, I thought that part was wasn't real. What the the, the, the white, white women? They look. They was in the picture. I don't know. I don't know if that was real. I, I don't know. You gotta start somewhere. I do believe that. I mean, it don't. To me, it just don't matter. <laughs> somebody hey, somebody made a tweet <laughs> that like you have to be fresh out to appreciate the beauty right. of them. Yeah, like I mean, Dude. we gonna bring him. We gonna bring in some delicate <laughs> bad bitches that yeah, might that's marry one day. No, <laughs> no, it's a practice it's joint. That's so terrible. That's so terrible for me to object. Got to ease them back way. into society, man. Right. You got to show them. Maybe them, they, they might have been like eight back seven years ago. Hey, it's just been a minute, bro. you know. But <sighs> and he was 19, seven, 19, 20. Yeah, How much pussy did you get at nineteen? Hmm? He, I say he came home to some platinum plaques, though. Facts. He did. Thanks, uh, two or as three. long as he comes home to some bags, you know what I mean. That's the that's the biggest thing for me. Uh, that's the thing. Whatever he puts out, we all gotta support the shit out of it. I feel of like course. that's gonna happen. Of course, I feel like that's gonna happen. It's gonna uh, take us some time. It's it's good to see. Uh, you know, everybody talks about six nine and he pops up all over the place, but it's like all right now the antithesis of that is is he the real the real niggas real right. niggas who was here who was able to turn shit up without any of that goofy shit. So it's so crazy how much he affected the culture in such a little bit of time. <laughs> Yeah, Bobby. Yeah, that you was, know that June bug dance is a Bobby Smurda dance. Oh yeah. I mean, Pop Smoke. I mean, it's something about New York rappers, artists mm-hmm. when they hit, hit, they hit. It, it takes over a different type of way. You know what I'm saying? Remember that summer Young and May had with just one song? Yeah. It's Bobby, you know, Bobby had a couple joints going crazy. Bobby, Pop Smoke, Bobby, Bobby, bitch. For <laughs> short of a time as he was up, he yeah, changed the game. And I think a lot of. Uh, I think a lot of the subsequent music that came out from that generation was, you know, at least they not only admired Bobby, but, you know, especially on the New York side, they was like, damn, we could take this sound 
hey, we got something fresh, mm-hmm. you know, because that was back when New York was trying to find or clamor for something in terms of a new dusty. sound to hold yeah. on to. Yeah, they was looking dusty. Looking a little dusty in New York. Yeah. And hearing the reports now, New York might be dead. Some Bobby home, Bobby home, maybe. I don't know. We won't see. I mean, we'll see. It's, it's, it's a totally different landscape. I mean, I'm sure gangs gangs have been around New York for a while, but the rise of uh, made movies about blood-affiliated and mm-hmm. grip-affiliated New York music, you know, back in the day, you would just think Dipset to some degree, but now it's, it's way more blatant. You got Brooklyn Drill, people mm-hmm. killing each other, kids killing each other and shit. Like they weren't, you know, seemingly in Chicago. So right, it's a totally different landscape, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, you got people like Six Nine running wild. You got rappers doing dumb shit for the clout. Come a lot on. more. So somebody said that they need to call on somebody need to check on Meek Mill. Mm. Said he doing the pill activities again. Because <laughs> of the Kobe line. <laughs> the Kobe line. This nigga out here. Well, I don't really blame him for the altercation with Six Nine because it was like Six Nine ran up on that nigga, talking shit. And to which, what do you say to that when a, a crazy-ass, snitch-ass nigga run up on you and you, shit, fresh off probation? Right. I mean, but then again, it's like, when you, you meet Mill, you're talking about all this reform shit. You're supposed to be, you've been through it. You've been locked up. Mm-hmm. Like, why you even risk it? Just stay out of the way. You only, It's not Get your turn right way. now anyway. He's going. He's getting He's getting vilified for everything that he does. Yeah. Right. I mean, for me, it's like, uh, as a huge Kobe fan, yeah, that line, I didn't, well, I I didn't like that shit. You have to hear the actual line. But I'm I guess somebody had to do it first, right? But as an avid, avid battle rap fan, right. that's mild. Yeah, it was whack. <laughs> it was super, that's a very mild bar compared yeah. to some of the more offensive whack. shit that I hear. So. Yeah, you could. I mean, if you're gonna be offensive, offend me. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Make it more vivid. You know what I'm saying? Like, commit. Oh fuck! Exactly. Commit. Just let's commit. do some. Uh, let's do these tools out of trade, and let's get up out of here, man. Um, it's your boy Bimo Brown. Oh, I'm sorry. Real quick, tools of the trade. Something we do every week to close out the show. We'd like to give out some type of gift or tool or metaphysical being statement, whatever it is, will help you get through your week of creativity. Uh, and then give out our social medias. This is, this is your boy Bimo Brown at BMO Brown. Also check out BMOAuthentic.com and the other show Wake and Bake with Bimo on the Bridge Podcast Network. Yeah, <clears throat> I would say that. Shout my, out to um, the Bridge. Shout out to the Bridge. We gotta get a shout drop out to Lafayette. Yeah, the CEO of the bridge. Got a, we got a, the new issue is dropping on Thursday, so make sure you check it out. Um, my uh, uh, my tool of the trade, uh, I've been reading this book called Black Imagination. Shout out to um, Let's Talk Brother Book Club. They've been putting me on to some very, very good pieces of literary work. Uh, it's a curated book. I forget the, the, the young lady's name, but definitely go check out Black Imagination. It's a mix of prose and poems that uh, answer and ask three questions about uh, black creativity. And I kind of use them as um, kind of like daily affirmations just to recenter myself about black thoughts and the expectation of black creativity and Afrofuturism. Very dope. I like, I like. Mm-hmm. Who's next? I'll go. Um, my tool of the trade is uh, Ample Rest. I think it's necessary. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. The boy had a long Which day. Which you did not have today. Oh, I, I caught up on it. No, he got it. I got it. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> he got it. He, he got, got it. it. He did get yeah. it. He got it. a bit too much of it. That's yeah, all right. Yeah, a little excessive, but, you know. Um, yo, you know, finish the race either way. You know what I'm saying? Slow but short. No, it was the slowest. As soon as I woke up, I literally texted y'all niggas and got on the road. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. shit. Well, I'll be there at 20. <laughs> nah, it's more like nah, I was, I was 25. I think I was 25 minutes away, but then I took like the wrong exit. I turned into New York Ave from 50 Boy. or 295 instead of um, 
going straight and just add it on more time. Anyway. Oh, boy. Fuck with your boy. Mm. Um, that's how that's how them DC roads are. You miss one, you are fucked. Yeah, it definitely adds at least five minutes, even if you try to recorrect course. But um, Port 80 Club yeah. on Clubhouse. We back. Season two, uh, Cyber Mentor Mondays. That's Mondays at 7 p.m. Um, we got some really dope content coming ahead within the next, probably next quarter. It's going to get crazy in terms of some of the shit we coming up with. Just a different twist on talking about tech. More on like the dark side of it. And, dark side. And, and jumping oh into boy. that realm um, of the world. But um, yeah, we got uh, Friday Night Heist coming soon. We're probably going to do season one of uh, Mr. Robot. Nice. So we talk about, you know, um, we talk about cybersecurity within the lens of uh, pop culture. So mm-hmm. films, you know, books. Articles, TV shows, events that are very notorious in history. Um, yeah, follow SBO um, and follow myself. So that's at Backpack Matt on Twitter, at Mr. Backpack Pack on IG. Follow SBO Art on IG as well as, um, yeah, just come fuck with us. We got some other shit coming up in the, in the near future. Some more Feed the Wolf stuff. I'm, I'm back cooking up probably soon. So you know, oh, I'm ready for some spring shit. I'm ready for the spring. Yeah, and just uh, keep rocking with us over the shoulder, man. Um, yeah, we'll get a lot of these episodes up pretty soon, so it's going to be very, back very soon. One step away. Yeah. Yep. One step. Go ahead, Tom. All right, so my tool of the trade, you know, not necessarily something you can tangible, but it's community. Mm. Um, community is something that's near and dear to me, and community, you know, is the type of thing that can rally around you and, and, and kind of help you to become what you are. I would say, you know, this is a form of my community here with y'all brothers. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, the unit and, and the and the folks that we have behind us now. So communities, communities, community. Yeah. 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 Well, we want to thank y'all oh, for listening. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My IG is Thomas the Great and Tommy underscore pickles, P-I-C-K-L-Z on Twitter. The facilitator. Mm. I'll be out here. No, look, you just caught that? Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Well played, Matthew. Well played. <laughs> Keep your eyes up, nigga. Bob Cousy of this shit. <laughs> Bob, Bob Cousy. up might hit you upside the head. <laughs> you got to keep your eyes up. Right. Oh, man. We, we want to thank y'all for listening to the Over the Shoulder podcast. Please uh, join us next week as we continue to drop gems that y'all need desperately, okay? Not we'll long. see you next week on Over the Shoulder. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. peace.